Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. News Radio WRVA 733 this morning. We begin uh, with uh, a look at there are schools closings and delays today because of all that rain yesterday and some of the damage from it. Uh, there's a couple of outliers closed, Powhatan and Amelia. Uh, two hours late today include Chesterfield, Hanover, and Henrico. Down in the Tri-Cities, Colonial Heights, Hopewell, and Petersburg. Dimwitty as well. Out uh, just out of the metro, Goochland, New Kent, Louisa. Caroline, those are schools all opening two hours late today after we got uh, between two and a half and three and a half inches of rain yesterday, depending on where you are in the metro. Still over 5,000 without power in the Richmond metro. There have been several flights delayed over the last 24 hours as well. So that is, uh, but the rain appears to have headed out of town. A clearing skies today and a nice day tomorrow before the next system comes in on Friday night. Coming up at 8.05, we're going to visit with State Senator Ryan McDougal uh, to preview the General Assembly session, which begins today. We also got a visit with our friend uh, CBS 6 Sports Director Lane Casadante coming up later this morning as well. But right now, we want to welcome to the program ABC correspondent Jim Ryan. Uh, just a couple of days ago, it was another uh, takeoff as uh, Americans were set to return to the moon for the first time since 1972. But uh, some things have gone wrong. Jim, what is the latest uh, as to why this uh, flight will now not land on the moon? Yeah, it's not going there. The, the dreams of putting the Peregrine on the moon are officially dead now, Gary. Astrobotic is the company that was in charge of this launch. Uh, they were in charge of getting this cargo, including NASA's $108 million worth of cargo, out into space, dropping it on the moon. Uh, then sending another rocket off into space, carrying the remains of some fairly high-profile people, DNA remains, ashes, we assume, of some of the stars of Star Trek and, and some other folks who had paid money or their families had paid to have them launched into space. None of that's going to happen now. The Peregrine uh, launched. It was picture-perfect Monday, if you've seen the video, Gary. Uh, the, the launch from Cape Canaveral. Uh, but uh, within just a few hours, it was clear that something was fatally wrong with this mission. There were propulsion problems. Uh, they, they couldn't orient the lunar lander toward the sun, which would have allowed the batteries to charge with the solar panels. They did get that problem solved, but then realized there was a propulsion issue that uh, is going to keep the, uh, the craft in uh, the Earth's orbit. It's not going anywhere. It's not going to the moon. It's not going out to deep space. It's just going to stay in Earth's orbit. 
So what's the next step? Is it back to the drawing board or, or, or what, you know, when you have something like this, is it, do you, you know, what is the next step for Astrobotic and for the, the Quest at all? Because I know there's another private launch uh, scheduled down the road. Yeah, uh, within the next few weeks, there'll be another launch, a different company, which intends to send a lunar lander up. And uh, they're, they're hoping for better luck now, better luck than, than uh, this company's had. But yeah, it's a matter of not just of troubleshooting this current mission, but also learning from it. So Astrobotic will take what it determines went wrong in this case. It'll put that toward uh, ensuring that it doesn't happen again. In fact, I suspect the whole industry will look at this to try to prevent a repeat. But, you know, the goal was eventually to put people back on the moon. This was kind of a, a trial run or it was an attempt to send up some equipment that would be used to to uh, gauge the viability of going back to the moon. Uh, so that may be put on delay. I mean, the, the goal, Gary, was to have people walking on the moon, Americans specifically, by the end of the decade. Will that still happen? Yeah, I mean, when things like this occur, it it seems to back things up, back up that schedule a bit. Obviously, uh, the, we went to the moon, everybody knows, in 1969 and, and several more times uh, through 1972. Uh, this has been a kind of a renewed goal. Uh, kind of talk about that process where through uh, NASA and through some of these private companies putting uh, – Putting uh, you know Americans back on the moon sure. uh, for the first time in over fifty years, the you know kind of how has this process all unfolded in the last few years? Well, it's become more affordable. You know, NASA has been contracting this out to private companies like SpaceX, uh, like Astrobotics, like other companies now that are strictly in the business of launching these rockets, and they found more efficient ways to do it. The the uh, reusable rockets that are used in some cases, they're brought back down, refurbished, and those boosters then are put back in service. That saves a lot of money. It makes it economically viable. But it, it's And, in fact, it seems that the, the new space race, Gary, isn't so much about the U.S. versus China or versus India or, or Russia. It's more about individual companies within this country that are involved in a space race and trying to win those lucrative contracts from the likes of NASA and from communications companies and from others. Obviously, uh, uh, the learning process from this flight is underway and will continue. What is What are the next steps? I guess it's to see what this other company uh, ends up doing. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you know, there's always another one in the pipeline, right? Another launch which is prepared to go off, and so yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, with the, the the next, you know, the Houston-based Intuitive Machines uh, plans to launch its own you know, lander this coming month. Uh, there's a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket that also will be involved in that project. So. Peregrine isn't the last of it, but uh, certainly there are some disappointed contractors who had hoped to get their materials on the moon. That's not going to happen, at least not with the Peregrine. Obviously, uh, people who want to see uh, family members' ashes spread on the moon are disappointed uh, as well. So this uh, next launch is is, is what we watch, and, uh, you know, how damaged would you estimate was the goal of having people walk on the moon by the end of this decade? Do you think that's a pipe dream at this point? Well, no, I don't think so. I mean, considering how many other companies are involved in this. So we had the failure of this astrobotics project. Uh, let's assume that next month's progress project, the intuitive machines launch goes off perfectly and they get to the moon and, and uh, drop equipment off there or, or sensors, machinery, whatever it is they're taking up there. Uh, that, 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 you know, people have fairly short memories. 
But do policymakers, does NASA have a short memory? And uh, we'll have to see about that. But, you know, I think that uh, the, the goal of being on the moon by 2030, it's still attainable. It's six years from now. It's a great uh, thing to keep an eye on because human beings mm-hmm. by nature are explorers. And this is, uh, you know, you know, something to explore. It's, it it, 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 it kind of it, it explains the interest so many people have in this, right? Oh sure, absolutely, and, and and it's fascinating to watch. It's big. It's uh, it's it costs a lot of money. It's dramatic when these rockets are launched, and then the projects continue. And of course, the technology, Gary, is is so much better now. I mean, they were sending images back from the astrobotics craft from the Peregrine lunar lander within just a few hours, and those images, by the way, were helped to con- help to confirm exactly what the propulsion problem was. Great stuff. We appreciate the insight, Jim. Uh, thanks for your time, and we'll be uh, keeping an eye on that next launch and uh, hoping that one goes better than this one did. Appreciate your time today. Mm-hmm. Take care. Thanks, Gary. Yep, that's Jim Ryan from ABC News. So, yes, the uh, the moon mission took off on uh, Sunday, and it did not take long for things to go off the rails and uh, that not even leaving Earth orbit. And so uh, back to the drawing board for this first company, second company uh, now uh, taking center stage with the efforts to try to uh, get that going. Speaking of taking center stage, uh, the Iowa caucus is Monday, and there are two center stages tonight in Iowa. There's the one at Drake University where uh, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley will be having a debate tonight. It'll be on CNN. And those two, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, didn't qualify this time. So the only three qualified. Former President Trump not participating. So you have Ron DeSantis. You have Nikki Haley and... Uh, you know, in the battle to see who is going to finish second, even though neither has given up on finishing first in the Iowa caucus, which is Monday. Big lead in the polls for former President Trump in the Iowa caucus. He's not participating in the debate, but at the same time, we'll have a Fox News town hall, which will take place just a couple of miles away. Uh, And that will uh, be this evening as well. So uh, if you are... uh, uh, attuned to view some of that stuff. You have the CNN uh, debate between Governor DeSantis and Nikki Haley. You have the uh, former President Trump town hall on Fox News, all from Iowa. And it seems like this, you know, for those of us that are just observers and, and, and documenters, it, it almost campaign fatigue already, and the voting hasn't even started yet. The first voting is coming up on Monday in the Iowa caucus, then New Hampshire, South Carolina, and on from there. And how will this unfold? There has been so much to lead you to believe that it's all pointing towards a rematch of 2020 between former President Trump and President Biden. But in the end, when we get to later this summer and the nominating conventions, will it be President Biden? Will it be former President Trump? Those are the questions that still have to be answered. And that starts Monday in Iowa. And the campaign is uh, fast and furious right now. You got the debate tonight uh, and you got the town hall as well. And Vivek Ramaswamy and Chris Christie uh, are still kind of percolating out there, but it looks like it's down to Nikki Haley and uh Governor DeSantis, 
uh, and former Governor Nikki Haley and Governor DeSantis to uh, decide if either one of them can make any inroads into the lead that former President Trump has in the bank right now. Uh, he has leads uh, everywhere you look. In fact, uh, you're seeing some polling now with a, with a potential Trump against Biden rematch. And in Michigan, a new poll shows the former president leading the current president by eight points in that battleground state. Biden beat Trump in Michigan in 2020. Now, in Virginia, the uh, it's a different story. Biden continues to lead Trump. Uh, it was a 10-point margin in 2020. The latest poll, uh, Mason-Dixon polling and strategy poll, shows a six-point margin for President Biden, 49 to 43% here in Virginia. So... The Iowa, the debates and the town halls tonight and then the voting on Monday in Iowa as we get this thing underway and rolling. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Richmond's Morning News on News Radio WRVA. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.